BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Monday. Yikes. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I did. Jax, did you? I did have a great weekend because it was the Super Bowl. It's Harry's birthday weekend. Yes. However, I'd be remiss, devastated, and heartbroken and lying if I didn't mention the neck Mm. Of it all. You guys were with me on Friday as I struggled through that episode. It like took me out this weekend. I was in so much pain. I'm on the mend and I'm so much, I'm feeling so much better today. Still not a hundred percent, but it's so crazy. Like it's crippling. It was crippling, Latterd. There is nothing worse than having like a thrown out back neck. Like I could, I could literally do a whole podcast on it. Cause if you've experienced it, you know how truly debilitating it is. No, you've never experienced what I've experienced. I, because I've thrown no, I mean, my back I have. out. No, I mean, I have. No, 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 no. No, because I've never experienced what I've experienced. I've, I've thrown my back out before. Like the way I felt yesterday and today is like how you feel when you throw your back out. Like very, very inconvenienced, pain, etc. The way I felt on Friday... There are no words. And, you know, Harry deserved more than that. You know, it's his birthday today. Yeah. It was his first, first birthday. birthday. Yeah, but and mommy's it's feeling... A, it's a national holiday. Mommy's feeling better today, and I will break my back every day for him. Like, I was getting him in his pajamas, which is an Olympic sport, and I had been feeling better, mm-hmm. and then I was feeling worse. Well, what's on the docket for Harry's big day? I cannot believe my son is one years old. I'm like emotional. They really do. They grow up so fast. I wish he would grow up like a little faster so we could walk and we didn't have to carry him everywhere. But like time just flies when you're a mother. It's so true. Uh, We just have a special day planned at home. We have balloons. We have cake. Just cuteness. Family time. What kind of cake did Harry get? Chocolate or vanilla? I think vanilla with chocolate icing. That's I don't know. So I'm, Harry. Not, I'm not so particular. So it's kind of just like, do your worst. Yeah, like make a cake. Do a flip. Right. But it's all blue for my little boy. Oh my God, he's so It's like cute. blue this, blue that. Um, but it's going to be pretty low key because he's only one. And he won't remember that's, it. And it's point. really, then it's for, you know, mama. And mama just wants low key. So. Yeah. Um. Well, it's basically a national holiday here at The Toast. Harry, when you watch us in like 10 years, we love you so much. Like obsessed with you. You're the greatest thing ever. I'll be the best birthday. I will love you till the day I die. Always and forever. Antiquoia. 
he's not watching this because like he doesn't really like our show honestly respect <laughs> he's not the target demo if i'm being honest <laughs> Honestly, I see so many babies watching the toast. Like people uh, always true. are tagging us in their stories. Like the babies are enthralled. But I think it was like maybe he would watch this episode because he hasn't seen you. But when we were trying to get him to watch it and we were right there. Oh, yeah. Like I don't think he'd want to watch Miss Rach with Miss Rach. I he think would be, he would. No, he would look at her and be like, do a flip, wench. Yeah, yeah. You're just sitting here, girly? Yeah, like you're going to make me watch this pre-recorded nonsense? Oh, well... Honestly, I know it's Super Bowl and we have so much to discuss. I'm wearing my Super Bowl hoodie. Arizona Where'd you Super get Bowl. that? It came in a PR package yesterday. A lot of really cool merch for Ben from like Michael Strahan's new like merch company. Um, and I thought this was so cute and appropriate for the toast. It is. I know. I almost wore my red the bar sweatshirt to celebrate the Chiefs' mm. uh, triumph. Mm -hmm. But, you know. In so, I can't wear it every day. I know, by the way, I almost wore one today, it's too. It's really, gotta, no, like, I can wear one tomorrow. And I'm sure people are like, you do wear it every day, you guys. But, like, we really can't, like, wear it every day. No, I know. Like, you'd think we own the company. I know. For but how we much don't. we're shilling it. We don't. But we do own Spritz Society. SpritzSociety.com. I believe we have a code TOAST still active. Always active. Always. That's what I think, yeah. Did you enjoy a nice Spritz with the Super Bowl last night? <sighs> I did. I got a lot of good snacks. Um, actually, we had to order our snacks on GoPuff because Ben went out to Dwayne Reed. And as he was walking in, the place was being uh, robbed and people were screaming. And so Ben just like turned around and left. Um, he's OK. And I believe everyone is OK. I think it's just like, you know, New, New York, York tings. tings. Yeah. Jeez. So I didn't Goodness even get like my me. I didn't get my proper selection of snacks because like, you know. And isn't I, that the real shame? Yeah, the pharmacy is like, they've got tons of options. GoPuff has a ton of options too, but not as much as a grocery store. I have to be honest. I ordered extra backup snacks on GoPuff yesterday and some spritz and I got everything. And like, I didn't even need that much. So now I just have everything. I've got, I got Chester's unopened. I've got Doritos mm. unopened. I've got rolled gold unopened. <gasps> okay, let's talk about rolled gold. No, no. Rolled no, gold. No, not rolled gold. Sorry. Rolos. I thought you were talking about Rolos. Rolos are like the most underappreciated snack of all time. They're so fucking good. Agreed. Sounds like you weren't going to agree. No, I was just going to like do something that you and Ben would do. Like start a conversation that like Ben would start. You want to hear it? Of course. Would you consider Rolos a snack? Good question. That is a very good question. Um, that's it. That's an interesting point. I guess, like, would you consider a Hershey Kiss a snack? No. Yeah, it's like kind of it's something a sweet like grab. treat. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, 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 okay. Such a good point. Fire point. And you know, I believe they have new packaging where they have like a like a bag of unwrapped Rolos. Not the same. Oh, that's crazy talk. Yeah, there's something about like peeling it back, the foil, like a gift. Having you know, to, you to work for your roll. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just a monster. Shoveling them in. And then like your hands get all sticky. It's oh, and the God forbid the, ba the bag reaches a temperature where they start to meld together. Anyone else's husband do this or just like person that they know? Like whenever we get candy that's like sour, fruity, like we got nerds, like anything that's even remotely sweet, like boom, it goes in the freezer. Like the second... <sighs> My Swedish husband does that freezer. with chocolate. Oh, that's weirder. No, what you said was weirder. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because like people, like they make Snickers ice cream bars. Ice cream. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, why so do I want to break my tooth? Like a chocolate is meant to be 
creamy, delicious, soft. Yeah. Why am I in the tooth breaking business now? No, and I, I I understand almost like putting it in the fridge, like to keep it a nice consistency when it's chocolate. Because, you know, you leave it in the cupboard a little too long, gets hot, you forget to turn the air on, boom, it's a soup. No, I, I you, you, you. Oh my God, you're at a loss for It just words. shouldn't be so hard. I mean, that's my feeling about life. Like life shouldn't be so hard, but yet here we are. Everything is hard. Uh, yeah. Like, where do you keep your chocolate? Where do you keep your chocolate? I Let actually, us know in the comments. Growing up, my friend Alicia always, like, and her family, like, they always kept the chocolate in the fridge. And I'm like, this is so weird. But you know what? It's actually not. No, I understand their methods. But I don't want to eat cold chocolate. No, me neither. Then you'd have to, like, let it sit before eating. And, and then if you let it like, sit for too long? But then you're just delaying the chocolatey goodness. Agreed. Um... So, of course, we have a great show today. We're going to talk about the halftime show, the game, the commercials, the, ads, the, the, the national anthem. A lot to discuss. I'm so excited. I was, like, really watching very attentively at the game, the commercials, everything. So, I have my thoughts locked and loaded. I have a lot of thoughts. I wasn't watching as attentively because, like, there were children. Mm-hmm. Har- like, Harry's bedtime was in the middle. I watched the halftime show so attentively, though. Yeah. But I definitely missed a lot of commercials, missed a lot of game. You know, points were being... Every time I came back, the score was higher and higher. You um, know, Donna Kelsey got what she wanted. It was a very high-scoring game. Yeah, and both of her boys shined. A hundred percent. The one shined a little brighter. Yep. Um, and, and I have thoughts on that, too. Okay, so let's get into... Super Wait, toast. let me see if there's anything else I want to recap from this weekend. Oh, today is my big day. It's her big day, you guys. I it's coronation am, day. It's literally coronation day. I have like, I couldn't sleep last night. Like, this is something I'm really nervous about. Um, tonight, I am performing and walking in Cynthia Rowley's New York Fashion Week show. It is a night celebrating females in comedy. We're all going to be like wearing Cynthia's new line. I had my fitting on Friday. I was like, to me, there's nothing worse sounding than a fitting. Like, oh, I have to fit into clothes. Like, nothing worse. Let me tell you how I, maybe I've been sleeping on Cynthia Rowley because she designs for women. Real Not women. girls. Real women with like cellulite, okay? I look, I cannot wait for everyone to see. I have two looks. I cannot wait. I look sickening. Like you saw it, right? Like I yeah. look amazing. I mean, that's what happens when you buy clothes that aren't made like from. Yeah, yeah like in sweatshops. Like No, not even was, like, not even the, where they're made, like what they're made of. Like when they're made yeah. with top quality fabric, bitch. Jackie, I am wearing top <laughs> quality fabric. I am wearing top quality fabric. I have, I'm like, now I you know look, what Jackie Goldschneider was trying to say. I look amazing. Like it's amazing what the difference is when you wear clothes that feel like real clothes. Like these are garments, you know. These are garments, and that's why. Art. Like, I mean, a lot of clothes are unnecessarily expensive, but like yeah. in a lot of situations, like you do get what you pay for, and like yep. when you're shopping fast fashion, I won't single mm-hmm. anyone out. Won't yuck your yums. Like, it's really a piece of garbage. No, and then I went shopping in her store after the fitting, and I got some stuff for my trip to Portugal. Like, it was, I'm kind of like like a high-end, like, designer girl now. I love this journey for you. Like, you won't catch me on Amazon. Just kidding. You absolutely will. Oh, yeah. No, it's good to mix. And you you can't have, like, a closet full of designer clothes. But, like, when you have an event, like. Investing in real pieces, even though. And you can wear it over and over. You'll have it for years to come. I really hope I get to keep them. Like, I just feel like I'll go home in my outfit, you know? Yeah. And then you all of a sudden, like, sorry, Cynthia, changed my number. You know, it's like Cynthia's like, oh, hey, we're sending a messenger. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm out of town. I moved. 
Yikes. Or like maybe, maybe I'll just put it off until my trip to Portugal because I'm gonna I want to wear some of the stuff in Portugal, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm back. They're ready to be picked up. There's just like a little stain in the armpit. Yeah, no, you'll send them for dry cleaning. You're a nice girl. Yeah, I'm a nice girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like so looking forward to tomorrow's show where I can recap it. Like I have such a bit. And what's so crazy is like compared to like audience sizes I've done, like this is it's nothing. But it's you know it's a new audience. It's like fashion girlies. What? Nothing. In terms of size, <laughs> it's like, I think maybe a couple hundred. I've done a couple thousand, oh, you know? It's a couple hundred? Yeah. And it's like, you know, influencers, tastemakers, fashionistas. Fashion. So like, you know, fashion girlies, they can be fucking bitches, you know? Yeah. And I want to, I want to, you know, so much of comedy is making people feel like, you know, relatable and have them feel like seen and heard. And I don't know. I don't know these girls. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, that's why you just have to be yourself, Turdy. Yeah. No, and I have some really good. I was I wrote some material over the weekend that I sent to you and you thought it was good, right? Yeah, that you sent to me. I thought yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you said or this yeah, or yeah, that. Yeah, like writing. So, I have some like good fashion stuff. Like I'm excited. This is like it's so new and different for me and I have like a bunch of people coming who like I know I'm like you bitches better laugh so motherfucking hard. Is the snatcher row. going? Of course. She better be laughing like cackling like a I fucking hyena. I literally texted I texted everyone who's coming like the Taylors, Ben's sister Maddie, Margot. I'm like you better fucking cackle like I want it to be fake. I want to, it to be Claudia you need to fly Olivia in for the occasion. Uh, I know because they're Olivia came to like probably four of my shows total and of if N-Log? you were there yeah, she came to the first one ever at City Winery, which was more like a dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. She came to, of course, MSG. She came to Fort Lauderdale. Maybe three. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Um, and it was like the best shows ever. She has laughs like a hyena and it's like so, it's so empowering. It's infectious. It's infectious, but like to... Like, usually when you're on stage and you hear a crowd laughing, it's a cacophony of laughter. You don't hear one person individually. But Olivia has this really special, unique, kind of like infectious, gorgeous laugh that you could hear in a crowd of a million. And to know that it was my sister, and like, I know her laugh is real. It's not like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Like, I know when she laughs like that, like when we were kids. It was the best. I really should. I should fly her in. Yeah. Fire up the jet. Fire up the jet. I'll come too. I think, I think Levi and Kayla can take a couple hours off from there. From there, mama. Yeah, she needs a break. And Brew? Is Theo going? Always welcome. No. No. No, he's not. You should walk the runway with Theo. With Theo. Ba, 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 ba. Work, work, vogue, vogue. Love that. Um, so that's like what I'm like, that's why I'm like wearing my natural hair today. And I'm wearing like literally one like tiny ounce of makeup because I have full glam after this. I got to, you know, get going. How are you going to wear your hair? Like the usual turd? Of course, like so nice. Shout out to Cynthia letting me do my own glam. So, you know, my regular, I love my, my regular, I'm not a girl. Regular. Who ex- I'm not a girl who experiments with glam. Ever. I know, but now that you're like wearing high fashion, I know. I, like one of the outfits you're wearing, like I could see a bun. I could see a bun too, but I'm not going to do it, but I could see it. Okay. One step at a time. One step at a time. Uh-huh. There's no need to rush. Don't it's rush. It's like learning to fly. Fly, bitch. Or falling in love. Falling in love. Um, well, speaking of singing, I guess that's one a uh, great segue into one of our stories, all the performances from last night. Yes. So without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Yeah, you, bitch. Today's episode, Super Toast, is brought to you by Honey. 
the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. You know how people say like, oh my God, how did the cavemen do, you know, X, Y, and Z? I think, how did we shop before Honey? Because I used to literally be shopping online and Googling like promo codes, Bloomingdale's like so much, and I just copy and paste a million different ones till I found one that works. Honey, Take seconds. It's free to download and install when you use our link and then it will literally be saving you money in seconds. So here's how it works. You're shopping at one of your favorite sites online. When you check out, the Honey button will appear and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find for the website that you're on. And if they find a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. And now what's so exciting, I've had it on my desktop, my laptop for like many years. Now it works on iPhones too. So just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. I have loved shopping online on my phone because it's so easy with like Apple Pay. And now Honey, I don't have to miss out on the savings because Honey works on your iPhone safari too i have saved money on clothes on makeup on food on electronics pretty much everything like stuff i buy for the studio equipment obviously clothes for my house makeup for my house it's everything so if you don't already have honey you are straight up missing out and by getting it you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the toast get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com toast that's joinhoney.com toast today's episode is also brought to you by zip recruiter so, you know, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, it's so important to surround yourself with people who you're compatible with, people you match with. And that's just, you know, obviously relationships, but working relationships too. You know, got to have the same personality, the same sense of humor, have a good chemistry. Too bad there's not some sort of technology that can easily find the right person for you. But if you're hiring, there is technology that can quickly help you find the right person for your open role. ZipRecruiter's matching technology. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com toast. ZipRecruiter uses matching technology to identify the most qualified people for a wide range of roles. If you see the one on ZipRecruiter, they'll make it easy to send them a personal invitation, so they're more likely to apply to your job. If you want to really catch their eye, ZipRecruiter offers attention-grabbing labels that speak to job flexibility like urgent, training provided, remote, and more. Find candidates you're crazy about with ZipRecruiter. We have used ZipRecruiter many times over the years to hire roles for the toast. It is a great asset, a great resource. Theo's getting all excited. He's like, yeah, mom. Yeah, mom, ZipRecruiter. Um, your employers uh, employers already love ZipRecruiter. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive link to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire. Thank you, ZipRecruiter, for sponsoring today's episode. For any and all of your hiring needs, make sure to check out ZipRecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. Thank you, Turdy. You're welcome. Our first story, we'll talk about the game in a second, but Rihanna confirmed she's pregnant with baby number two after her Super Bowl halftime performance. So Rihanna is expecting her second child. Her rep confirmed to The Hollywood Reporter after she performed at the Super Bowl and nobody wanted to speculate as to whether or not she was or she wasn't because, right. you know, we're not judging the bodies of new mamas. No, so I think we're a lot women. of people... We're women. Yeah, we're women. I think a lot of people were like, I am obsessed with Rihanna, like normalizing her postpartum belly. Like, yes, months after I still looked like that and I felt so whatever. And now Rihanna's doing it. This is amazing on the world's biggest stage. And when it was that, it was very empowering. When it was a pregnancy, like either it way. It was even it more was, empowering. No, when, I know. when she came out and she like 
she literally like showed her belly. Okay. And and then like the people I was watching and someone was like, is she pregnant? I was like, no, she just had a baby. Like, and literally the entire time I watched it, not thinking, like not entertaining the idea that she was pregnant. Oh, and then by I the end, it. I was like, maybe she is. I don't know. So I watched it. So here's the thing. I don't think Rihanna meant for it to be so confusing to us. Agreed. I think she meant to open it. The camera zoomed out. She showed her belly. She touched it a little. But then the camera zoomed out back so fast. She didn't like really grab her belly. It could have just been like a sensual body touch, like a dance move. I don't think she, she did meant to some other us. sensual think, body touches. Yeah. I think she meant to be like extremely clear. Agreed. But like it got lost. She was busy thinking about other things. The moves, the choreo, the lyrics, the vocals. So she didn't do like the most overt belly touch. And then the camera zoomed out really quick. So we were all like, no one was really commenting on like no like no one was really commenting on like the performance or the pregnancy until we had some sort of confirmation clear confirmation um and then people started looking back on the podcast she did right before talking about how she's bringing a special guest and of course there were no special guests like you know fellow singers unborn baby it was it was her unborn baby which we love um so i was pretty sure she was pregnant the whole time like i don't know what a postpartum belly looks like but i felt like this Belly was like really pregnant looking, like, you know, popped, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a postpartum belly because like everybody's like bellies are bellies and they're gonna, yeah. and belly's gonna belly. Mm. Um, mm. You just said a mouthful right there, sister. But then, so I watched the whole thing, like not thinking that she was pregnant, thinking this was just like a moment for postpartum women to be like, we do not have to bounce back, snap back um, in any sort of particular timeline then towards the end I was like maybe like I really didn't like think she was pregnant because I would have been like so overwhelmed if by the end she's singing diamond she's like over State Farm Stadium um and you could tell they actually they they left her performance the cameras like to you know move on and they came back to her because she was like having a moment up there like really like taking it all in Mm -hmm. and I just thought it was like wow Rihanna's impressed by the Super Bowl like that's so cool but it's like no Rihanna is performing the Super Bowl halftime show pregnant fucking crushing Mm. it yeah and she's on her queen shit. Like, it was such a beautiful moment. I actually meant to, I wanted to go and watch it back now knowing that she's pregnant because I think if she weren't pregnant, people might want to criticize, like, yes, what was given. Yeah. Um, not me, though. I, I was like, no. Like, she was doing all the same moves as her dancers, but in, like, you know, the lighter way. Lesser. Like the, you know, less energy way which makes sense because like she's singing they're not like of course um and her dance moves so are, like she's such a good dancer like the dance moves are sick even when she's not trying it's like she has like a swagger she doesn't need to do the most like her mm-hmm. just doing like the light versions of the choreography is like so she's so cool, cool. so cool and, like that's how like and then those would be dance moves that like we would all pick up you know because we're not going to dance yeah. like her dancers we we're, right. we're lay people so um, my initial thought like for you you were like oh it's postpartum belly my initial thought was like oh my god she's pregnant and I watched like the whole day like the pre-show and there was like a bunch of interviews she did like an Apple Music one she did a Michael Strahan one and I realized I'm like she's wearing these enormous puffer jacket slash capes and I'm like oh my god she's been hiding this pregnancy the whole time and like it clicked for me I didn't want to say anything like on social media because like it's not appropriate and I I think for the most part like everybody did a really nice job of like not Being saying respectful. a thing until we had confirmation but everyone was um, like a little too respectful because she was trying to tell us I know I know that's the thing it's like I don't think Rihanna meant to be unclear no, at no. all I don't think she wanted people to come away from her Super Bowl show being like is she pregnant they wanted right. to be like oh was, my god she fucking did that pregnant 
So I had that experience because the second we saw her, I was like, oh my God, she's pregnant. And I cannot tell you how like that carried me through the pregnant, the pregnancy, carried me through the performance. Like I was so inspired. Like I, I've never been pregnant. I've seen you and Olivia very pregnant. I know how much it like takes a toll on your body. Even if you are like the most fit queen of all time, like it's so hard. And the way her vocals stayed on fucking point to the very last note, she did not sound or seem out of breath was insane to me. She also, I feel like, and I, I don't know if I really ever have seen anyone else do this because the whole time, whenever anyone performs at the Super Bowl, they're like focused, just like being a performer. And there were like a couple times where like she looked around and like took it all in and like smiled to herself. Like between songs, she walked from one stage to another and she's like smiling to herself, really taking in how big of a deal this is. Obviously, it's a Super Bowl. It's the biggest stage in the world. But to do it with your baby and to be pregnant and like just to show women, like I was so inspired and like I will not... I will not say one negative thing about it. I will not l tolerate one negative thing being said about it. Like, could you? Sure. Will you? Absolutely no, like, not. Knowing that she's pregnant, you really can't say anything. Right. And I, I mean, I don't know how far along she is, but I'm, I'm gonna guess she seemed decently like five or six. I would say between four and five. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing, which would mean that she did the bulk of all of this in her first trimester, which is so hard because even though the first trimester, you're not like massive, you feel horrible. Like mm -hmm. you're so tired and you're like nauseous and you just don't have the energy to like not even just show up to rehearsal, but like to plan, like to sit in meetings like that. Like, and yeah. so that's what's so impressive to me. Of course, like the actual performance and the stamina that she had, but the fact that like she worked on this for months in her first trimester. Yeah, no, that's such like a good Like going point. to rehearsals every day. And by the way, it cannot be stressed enough how amazing her dancers were. They were incredible. Amazing. 13 minutes of nonstop movement. Like, could never be me they were doing the most for all 13 minutes like it was so impressive they're all so talented it was I thought it was amazing like I loved it and I just thought like it was so historic like that it was just it was amazing no it was amazing I thought the dancers were amazing I loved the setup like when she came with, like when she's from when she started like bitch better have my money and they were all on these huge platforms I was like this is fucking crazy. And then oh. like that they kept like leveling the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then of course the end. But like I thought that the whole uh, just stage setup was was brilliant. But it was cool. They weren't trying too hard. But it was just like yep. fresh. Like that's like everything Rihanna does. It's like she's not so over the top. Uh, but it's yeah. just like effortlessly cool. And I thought that yep. was like effortlessly fucking awesome. I completely agree. I mean, the moment for Fenty Beauty, like, you know, you don't get paid to do that Super Bowl halftime show. And you're obviously afterwards going to get like ancillary money from just like all the promo, your music. Um, lived for it, like so iconic. Of course, just like the whole motion of like, yeah, I'm a pregnant woman. I'm fixing my makeup in the middle of my set. But also I own this billion dollar company, bitch. Like right. it was so cool. Also, it was for all of the lights. So like the lights are going on. So you do oh. you do need to powder your face. Uh, 100%. Extra bright. I want you all to see it. Oh my God. Didn't even put that together. The set list. Ben was forlorn. He was like, I, Ben's favorite song in the world. How about a round of applause? <laughs> That's so And bad. you know what? So Ben, I like, I don't love that song, so I don't care that she didn't sing it, but I kind of loved that she didn't. And it, I feel like maybe this is like an easy way to bake in like a break in your performance is to do like a ballad. Like you slow down, you don't have to dance. Um, 
And she didn't do any. She obviously has like so many slow ballads that are amazing. And she didn't do any of them. She kept the energy at like 100%. I knew she had so many hits, but like the way I did not realize until they were back to back performed, hit after hit after hit. Like she's such a fucking queen. Such a queen. The only ballad she did was Diamonds, which was the last one. Oh, and I don't was, even consider that a ballad, though. It was like, so gorgeous, like the way that the whole thing ended. Flashlights. I was living for Umbrella. Like, I just needed more. Umbrella is so iconic. Like, and Agreed. it's such a good song. She has so many good songs. But I do want to say, I, you saw that TikTok of that girl. It's like she's like yes predicting how Rihanna should come out to yep. um, life's a game, but it's not fair. Choom. I break the rules so I don't care. I keep doing my own thing. Walking tall against the rain. I was singing this all night last night. I was like, Levi, this is how it's going to go. Victory is in a mile. Almost there, don't give a down. The only thing that's on my mind is who's going to run this town tonight. Like those lyrics are perfect for the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. And once once I had that in my head of that's how she has to open the show, like... I was really disappointed that she didn't. I know. Because but I also, even though Bitch Better Have My Money is actually probably one of my favorite Rihanna songs ever. Me too. And I don't ever think about Run This Town. But like, uh, I needed that girl. Yeah, no, that was a really good call. Such a good call. But then she, uh, thankfully she did sing that part. But I do like that like Rihanna didn't waste time with like a big um like slow opening like she has so many hits get to it you only have so much time Mm -hmm. before they got to break down that stage she was like we're not wasting any time with semantics like she literally we saw her face bitch better have my money yeah there were a couple songs like I mean she said this was the hardest part was choosing the songs and for me there were a couple songs that are probably her biggest hits that I didn't need to hear oh like work Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's like such a quintessential Rihanna song. I know that's a crazy thing to say. And no, but by the way, that's the thing with the Super Bowl. That's why I've said, like, I do not want Taylor Swift out here doing the halftime show. She will play my least favorite song. Shake it off. You have to play, you have to play your most radio pop well-known top 40 hits. This is for America, not for, you know, the Grammys. It is for people of all ages, of all backgrounds, all socioeconomic upbringings. Like, it is for the people. And you have to do, like, the radio. Taylor Swift would do Shake It Off, Love Story, like, uh, We Are Never Getting Back Together, oh, I Knew You Were Trouble. trouble. Like, 22. Yeah, I would hate it. Help. I would hate it. <laughs> so, like, you have to have that level of expectation. Now, I want to say a lot of people were like, Jay-Z was there. She didn't bring out Jay-Z. No. She was supposed to bring out Eminem. Like the way that this pregnant woman held it down by herself, like I I was so overjoyed. No, the way, she didn't oh, bring and anyone also out. like people thought she would like not people, like my husband thought she might bring oh. out Drake for work because he was in he performed in Phoenix that weekend. Yep. First of all, I think she fucking hates him, is the vibe I get. Agreed. She and, thinks he's annoying. And I feel like she never wants their names to, if she can have any like she hates when their names are always associated together. So why would she, on the biggest stage in the world, bring out this annoying guy? That she yeah. can't stand. Um, and he's also like her ex. So like she yep. has like a new man and a new life. Like why, a family. why would you bring him out? So then when it was all of the lights, they were like, okay, well now she would bring out Jay-Z if, um, if she's bringing him out. And I was just like so relieved that she did not bring out anyone because she didn't need to. And she brought out her fetus. And that was yep. all that mattered. A hundred percent. And I feel like when they bring people out, you like don't even know that this person is in Phoenix. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, yeah. Jay-Z was on the field before. We saw pictures of him in Blue Ivy, like looking really cute. So oh we knew my God. he was there. Did you see him we taking knew- pictures for her? 
obsessed. The, obsessed. the fact that he got down on the floor, which is what I make my husband do when he's taking uh-huh. the key shot for me. And he's just like working. And she actually was not pleased with the work that he did. Trash, dad. Trash. <laughs> I love that. Like seeing celebrities be human is my absolute favorite thing to do on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. So I love that she didn't bring anyone out. And if she had brought Jay-Z or Drake, who were both like very publicly at the Super Bowl, I would have been like, oh, like it's not even a surprise. Like, okay, Eminem, maybe she could have brought out because I, where the fuck is Eminem ever? Like nobody ever knows where he is. Yeah. Um, but I love that she did it. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I was watching from the hospital. I had just given birth. Oh. Mm. Um, so I, I really, I give it a 10 out of 10. I, the performance was amazing. I think like what it meant to a lot of people was amazing. I got misty eyed. I'm like this bitch. Like I just, I loved it. I, I loved know. it. I'm going to watch it again today knowing that she's pregnant. Cause la- last night I thought she was doing it for the postpartum mamas. Mm-hmm. Now I know she's doing it for the expecting mamas, but she's really doing it for all mamas. And really like mm-hmm. it was the Super Bowl of the mamas because Rihanna yes. and her belly Mama yes. Kelsey uh-huh. and Kylie Kelsey giving birth mm-hmm. on the field, essentially. No, but she didn't give birth, no, did she? No, no, no. But whenever oh. she does go, she should just roll into the stadium and do it there. 100%. 100%. So it was really like a proud mama moment, especially considering like the whole sport and the whole event is for men. No, I completely <laughs> agree. Completely agree. Um... Are you ready for our next story? A little more entertainment news and maybe eventually we'll talk about the game. We will. I have thoughts on that too. Chris Stapleton sings a soulful bluesy national anthem that draws tears from the men on the field. Chris Stapleton's oh. turn at singing the national anthem at Super Bowl Levi pre- represented the third <laughs> consent- consecutive year in which a country artist has sung all or part of the pregame song. Oh, wait, okay. I that. Last year, Millie- like Eric Church played the guitar. Mickey Guyton was 2022, and then Eric Church did a duet with Jasmine Sullivan. With Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. Whatever. Chris Stapleton brought tears to the eyes of this nation with his rendition of the national anthem. I mean, I expected nary a single thing less than what he gave, but my God, that was beautiful. Claudia, that's that's beautiful. beautiful. It's very hard for me to like not hear the national anthem and get chills. Like it's just, it's what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But holy shit, like that was so moving. It was so spectacular. I think it'll go down as one of the best. Like when I think of the best, I think of Beyonce. I think of Whitney Houston. I think of Lady Gaga. And I will think of Chris Stapleton. Yeah. It was different. He didn't stray too far, but he added his own he was bluesy the cr- twang. Yeah, but he was himself. He played the guitar at the same time, which is so It was also impressive. like effortless. It was like he's playing for his yes. kid's baseball game. Oh, yes. You know? I... Whenever they cut to the military, it's one thing I love about the Super Bowl is they they really honor the troops. And I feel like there's not enough of that. I always get chills. I always cry. And then they cut to the base. And then they cut to that Nick Suestra guy who was crying. And I was oh crying. Oh, my God. I never cut. saw that man I, before in my life. He's my favorite hot, man. Hot. Um, I was so moved by the whole It was a really minutes. moving evening. Like, I feel like for a sport that's all rough and tumble, like, it was very emotional between... And they, you know what? Chris, say and what you want. By the way, like, not to be left behind, but Jason Kelsey was misty-eyed. Yes, he was. He There was glass um, in his eyes. 
you know, the NFL has their problems, but I feel like not enough is really said about like how much work they do in their communities and philanthropy and honoring the military. And I mean, I will never hear the name Pat Tillman and not oh just start God, crying. Stop. Like I, stop. and you know what? I, I don't want to be negative, but I fear I must. Mm. I really, um, I really had a problem with the Eagles fans. And I, I don't know for sure it was the Eagles fans, but like everyone was like, yeah, that was the Eagles fans. In the stadium, like when they gave, you know, uh, the Walter, what's his name? Not Reed. The, no, the, Manning? the award that Dak Prescott got. Was it Walter Manning? I wasn't watching. Okay, so in the beginning, they gave an award. It's Walter something man of the year. Sorry. And it's it goes to a player Walter. every year. Why do I just be like Dak Prescott? Yeah, yeah, Dak Prescott, Walter Payton. I was about to say Walter White. I think it's Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Fair. Okay. Look at me. Oh my god. So every year they have a bunch of nominees of players in the NFL who win. um, One of them wins for you know just doing the most in their community this season. You know philanthropy. You know obviously JJ Watt won it the year he did all that for Houston, Um, and Dak Prescott won this year. And I know that there's like an Eagles rivalry with the uh, with the Cowboys, but when he was presented his his award for philanthropy, uh, he got booed by presumably the Eagles fans. And I thought that was really fucking disgusting. Um, And then for the coin toss, they had four of the Pat Tillman scholars. So people who the Pat Tillman Foundation have helped, you know, who have been in the military and then have, you know, helped them achieve higher education in, you know, biotech and all different things. And they had four amazing people, like two women, two men, and we learned their stories and they got to like present the coin for the coin toss. Booing. Wait, why? Are you fucking kidding? I don't know. Like enough. Enough. Jeez. Like, where is the humanity? That's crazy. Like, you don't even know. It really these pissed people. me off. No, and it's like it's a Pat Tillman Award. Have some fucking respect. Who tossed the coin? Uh oh, oh, one of the girls. She was so cute. She, I'm sorry, I could I got I got their stories all confused, but like it was all people who like, you know, felt so compelled to join the military after 9-11, much like Pat Tillman, served their time, and now the foundation is helping them, you know, achieve their dreams of goals, of working in whatever. And the cutest one, this like little cute short woman, she got to flip the coin. Oh my god, I love that for her. Uh, there Booing. was like drama in my house because we couldn't find the remote. I think Michaela hit it. Ooh. And um, <laughs> it's like sex in the city when Lily hides the cell phone. So we couldn't like turn up the volume or anything. We watched the national anthem and then we were like, oh, we had we had paused to change a diaper. So we're like, Zach, skip forward. So he did it on his phone and we're sitting there for like 10 minutes and like it's bright out and they're just like doing like pregame stuff. And like we had rewound. Literally, Ooh. I think Shapiro was going to lose his mind. So we missed the <laughs> coin toss. But we got back in time for the kickoff. So I didn't, I didn't get That's to funny. see the coin toss. Yeah, there was a lot. Go, it's a lot to watch a Super Bowl with babies. Oh, my God. I could never. And I was last night was, I think, maybe the first night that I didn't like, at least for the first half, like watch with family or friends. It was just me and Ben on the couch. And you know what? So much better, especially when I have to recap it here. You were really tuned I saw, in. I saw everything. I feel like a game. I mean, at parties, everyone's like talking and shit. And like then the commercials come. And they're like, oh, let's go. Shut up. No, I was really like, I had a lot going on. I took a bath in the middle. Oh. Then I came back and I watched, I watched the end. And then I watched like, you know, MVP and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did miss a lot um, of commercials due to all of this. Um, and that's our next story. Commercials. Okay, I have thoughts. Okay, let's talk about best, worst. What are you thinking? Okay, before I, you know, give a diatribe of like who, or like who did what, I have to say, and I'm curious if anyone else felt this way, like I think overwhelmingly as like in a general sense, 
I didn't um, really like the commercials. I felt like every brand was competing. Like who could shove the most celebrities in in a commercial? It wasn't. I feel like it used to be about like being really funny or different or like tugging on the heartstrings. Uh-huh. And there were a few commercials that did that. And I will talk about them, especially if they had dogs. Um, but for the most part, it was just like, let's make a biggest spectacle. And it, to the point where like, I don't even remember who was in what. It was just kind of like this cacophony and like this fucking, sh- like just so many celebrities. And it was like, no, oh, okay. And it's like, if you were a celebrity and you weren't in a commercial, like, yikes. yikes. Yeah. And I don't know. I just felt like no one really stood out because they all did the same thing. Like decently funny humor. Like that little hook was kind of funny. And they had 18 celebrities. Yeah. Agreed. There were some where like the celebrities were germane to the storyline. Ben Affleck working at Dunkin' Donuts. Cute. But then there were others where it was just like they just kept throwing them in. Like, yeah. So I actually wrote down ones that I thought were cute and they either had celebrities or didn't. Okay. Um. So... The one for T-Mobile with Bradley Cooper and his mom, where it's like, we attempted to make a commercial with Bradley Cooper and his mom. And they keep, like, it's basically a blooper reel of them trying to, like, say T-Mobile stuff. But, like, his mom is so funny. And the script was really funny. And I don't know if they intended to actually make a commercial and ended up using bloopers. Or the whole concept was, like, blooper. Very funny. Love seeing Bradley Cooper. He's not, like, an overexposed celebrity. Yeah. So that was really cool and different. And I love that he did it with his mom. Because his mom is, like, this Philadelphia character, you know, with, like, the hot pink lipstick. Like, Really very good and funny. Cool. Um, A lot of commercials like recreated iconic moments in like movie and TV history. Like, you know, Pepsi had uh, Ben Stiller doing a lot of his iconic roles like Zoolander. And I didn't think it was so iconic. However, Rakuten recreating Clueless with Amber Cher and Christian Siriano. That was inspired. And then at the very end, she's like Rakuten. And the guy in class behind her is like, aren't you a little old to be here? And she's like, okay. It was giving never been kissed. Also, um, that's like a good use of celebrities because it's not like they were chosen because they're the most famous celebrities and they got paid millions of dollars. Like I actually think they probably got paid like reasonable amounts, but there was more about the story that was being told. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of commercials like were so focused on like being outrageous or having as many celebrities that they forgot they were selling something. And so I think a commercial that did an amazing job was the elf face primer one because it was Jennifer Coolidge being crazy. But the whole point was that her hands and face were so sticky from the very tacky elf primer that every time she picked something up, like it sold the product while being very funny. And you know what? I use that primer. It's fantastic. So I feel like people forgot this is an advertisement an advertisement. Yeah. Another one that like sold the product really well. I think we saw it before the Super Bowl though was the popcorners breaking breaking bread. You know what I missed that one? Breaking bad. The yeah. Oh my god, you didn't see it online before? I tried not to watch any before. I'm like, can we leave something to the imagination? Oh, I never even watched Breaking Bad and I thought this was a great commercial. It made me want to eat a popcorner. But they're I like cooking popcorns. up in their lab and they they air pop a popcorner and then they're like mm-hmm. so excited and they go to that dealer guy in the desert and he was like, oh. make another flavor. Um, oh, that's it funny. Was, it was perfect. It was perfection. Okay, wait. Do you know that I watched our toast episode from the Super Bowl two years ago? Okay. Just to like see what we were saying, it came up on like my YouTube on my Apple TV. And I said something so funny, classically. <laughs> and it's literally the same. I could have said this, made the same joke. I said, you know, good on TurboTax for literally paying like a premium for a commercial, like $5 million, just to use the same commercial, the same concept that you use on regular cable. Listen, you got they, a budget. 
literally last night I saw the Turbo Tax commercial, like nothing special, nothing different. I'm like, oh my God, literally the same thing. Yeah. Love the lack of energy. Yeah. The one for um, work day about the rock stars. I like the concept, but then they, they kind of ruined it with having so many rock stars. They should have had just like one major and have a face. But see, to me, that commercial was what literally the formula that everyone followed. Have like a kind of funny hook. Stop calling your coworkers rock stars. A thousand celebrities. Like that is unoriginal now. That's what everyone does. I feel like to be different. And I feel like even somebody who did that the best was the Doritos Triangle. Like that was a great concept with really A-list celebrities. But like everyone else was doing the exact same formula. I like didn't love that. Also like I, mean, I love the triangle and I love Doritos and I just feel like in the past Doritos always has the best commercials yes based on like humor and merit and like they always have like a mouse or something not a celebrity I yeah. felt like it wasn't the Doritos roots you know I agree I feel like they sold out to, to Hollywood or like they went to a new agency and they were like Jack Harlow is the guy he'll sell your chips yeah literally like he's on the pulse of TikTok but I do have some Doritos downstairs I bought them before the commercial and I would like Doritos to eat them. are amazing. I would like to eat them. Now let's talk about some of like the unknown brands. I always love that. To me, the weirdest one was basically a QR code. It was like scan for a prize. Now me and Ben scanned it because we were so confused, and it took you to Twitter, the Twitter of account of a man named Gabriel Ledon. I love this for him. Um, he is the CEO of a company called Limit Break, which is like a game developer, and Digital Daigaku, which is also like a collection of, it's like a gaming, whatever. So it took you to his Twitter, and he's like running a like a giveaway to win like a digital prize for following him on social media. So he paid, what is it, what is the cost now for a commercial? Five million dollars? Seven million dollars. He, I scanned it immediately. He had like 860,000 Twitter followers. He has a million now. So he paid $5 million for 140,000 followers think, on an irrelevant platform. I don't think it was about the followers. Like it was about like the intrigue. And I think so many people scanned it. I, why would you follow him? Like just because you scanned it. Oh, it's him? NFTs. It's NFTs. Yeah. I think it's about intrigue and awareness. Like, and that's pretty cool. Like, but I don't think he was doing it for followers. Cause I, I'm sure his feed is not that interesting. He was doing it for like it, the intrigue. Also, I know, but they should have like literally taken that QR code to their website or something. Yeah, I don't know. I can't begin to understand NFT people. Me neither. Um, commercial, you know, who had a big night? Jesus. Let me think. Oh, what the fuck Jesus was that? Jesus had so many commercials. He has a lot of money. Jesus has a ton of money. And they were like, I wonder if he's single. They were well done. They weren't like your typical, you know. They were like powerful. Yeah. Trying yeah, like to there be. was some sort of like director with a vision board yeah. and an idea. I thought that was weird. I, you know, Jesus is a cool guy and stuff, but like I just didn't know like he had commercials. I know. Well, I thought overall, you know, the message was, was nice. Like that was, I have no issue, but I just like, who's paid for that? No. Beyond Jesus. confusing. Jesus. Jesus himself. Wait, also totally sidetracked, but in the performances, we forgot to talk about Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Who um, sang really beautifully, but when she was singing, I was like, is she lip syncing? And then by the end, I was like, no, she's not. Then she uh, responded to the questioning of her lip syncing abilities. And she said, does it matter? Does it matter? No, thank you. So she lip sync? 
Yeah, so Olivia was saying that everybody lip syncs. Like, they just, that is what they have to do to do the Super Bowl. They don't want any surprises. But, like, I don't no believe Chris Stapleton would sign up for lip syncing. No, and honestly, she, like, flubbed up the lip sync a little bit in the beginning. She did. And then the rest was flawless. So I was like, oh, maybe I was just seeing stuff. No, I think she lip sync, and I, I have no problem with that because as long as it's, like, you on the original, yeah, it's the biggest, te- like, performance in the world. Like, let's get it right. Like, I think there were some people saying that Rihanna lip sync. No. I don't care either way because I understand this is a television program. Like, it, you're entertaining. You have to do what you have to do. Like, maybe it doesn't make sense to have her audio. Like, how does it go through to the television and also to the – I, I don't I actually I know that there are live events like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade like you are lip syncing no matter what there's no ifs ands or bots for the last 10 years people don't even try to pretend anymore it's literally fraudulent they like always forget that the track starts and they're like oh. but I don't be- I actually do not believe that for the Super Bowl like I've watched I know I didn't believe it when Olivia said it either that Olivia's you have wrong. to lip sync Olivia is 100% wrong I don't believe for your that life I think if you want to they're open to it and if you want to not they're open to that as well yeah and I think even and if things do go awry, like, it's actually good for business and ratings, yep. like, when there's a moment that everyone's talking about. I, I don't I don't believe it. Like, and I think in Super Bowl's past, like, you've seen celebrities, like, get out of breath on stage. Like, it's real. Yeah. It's real. I, I don't believe it. Olivia's wrong. Agreed. But I do think that Charlie Ralph lip sync over herself. Me too. Me too. And I have no issue with that. No, we know she can sing. Like, she literally just sang her award show acceptance speech. Yeah. Like, we know she can sing. Um, more commercials that were good Will Ferrell for GM and Netflix. Okay. It was okay. It was cute. It was, it was creative. Nothing really stood out to me. Oh, except I want to shout out. I feel like, you know, all the brands that, that get the commercials are these, like, old school been around 500 years, Ford, you know, Procter & Gamble. Frito-Lay. And to see, like... To see new, like, direct-to-consumer, very, like, digitally built uh, companies getting commercials, it was like, you know, yes. And the Farmer's Dog, which is that dog food company that we actually use, um, to see them get a spot was amazing. And it was so – did you see it? It's literally you and Bruno. I watched it this morning, and I was not okay. Because I had heard, like, some good things about it, and I was reading, like, listicles of best ads so that we could talk about them because I know I missed a lot. And I was literally crying. I was like – this is not going to work for me. No, it was so beautiful. Like, really, I loved it. It was, like, I have such a positive brand association now. Like, it was really good marketing. Gorgeous. And, like, I, I you want your dog to be eating food that's going to make him around forever. It's it's A plus B equals C, not sock. It, no, it was so good. And I feel like if you want a good Super Bowl commercial, like, just have a dog in it. Because then I think it was Amazon who had another one that really fucking played with me because <laughs> they have this dog. And every time the family goes to work, the dog tears apart the house because he's so upset and bored and he misses his family. And it gets really bad. You know, the guys can't use the remote. The remote is all chewed up. The lamp is broken. And so they go to Amazon and they buy, like, a big kennel to, you know, transport a dog. And we're like, oh, my God, they're fucking getting rid of this so dog. We're going to work fucking- with them? What kind of fucking commercial is this? So they bring the kennel into the house and they open it and there's another dog, a friend. So he's not bored at home. It was really an emotional roller coaster. Me and Ben looked at each other. We're like, what the fuck? They're getting rid of the dog? Oh my God. But it was beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Look at Amazon. Just when you think you know them. Um, unlimited money is really an amazing thing to no, have. No, but all these brands have unlimited money and some of them gave us yeah. crap. 
so true. That commercial, I want to say it was T-Mobile again with John Travolta. I think his name is Zach Braff. I get him confused. Yeah. Um, and my favorite actor of all time from Clueless. Donald. It was a big night for Clueless. Yeah. Um, I thought that... I thought it was really bad. Like I thought it, that was a perfect example of like, let's just throw some crappy celebrities and a song and make a commercial. Like do less. I dare you. Yeah. Agreed. Or just like choose one celebrity, make a choice. Like say T-Mobile, like we're the John Travolta. John Travolta is the face of T-Mobile, not Bradley yes. Cooper, Donald Fies and John Travolta and Zach Braff. And by the way, this is a great segue into our ad. Cause you know who did a great job with that with just one celebrity? Who? Squarespace they did and and the whole slogan of like a website that makes websites I thought it was very cute and funny and it had one major celebrity not a million Adam Driver I thought it was great and I'm excited to tell you more about Squarespace because maybe you didn't see the commercial or maybe you didn't understand what Squarespace can do for you from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Adam Driver said it best. Squarespace is a website that makes websites. So whether you have a side hustle, uh, you want to get into e-commerce, you want to start a business, Squarespace is an amazing resource if you don't know how to create a website, which most people do not. I have made many websites over the years, like doing my blogs and stuff, and I've always used Squarespace. It is a fabulous tool that makes it so easy to build something that looks like really high-end but you do not need to be a software engineer. They also have amazing um, tools to use once you get your website up and running, like e-commerce. They have video blocks. You can connect your social media accounts. You can get a traffic overview into all your analytics. You also own all the content that you put on Squarespace as a platform. They offer one-click data portability. They also have multiple contributors. So you can give contributors selective access to your sites, website manager, depending on their permission. So if you have people who work for you, they can get into the website, create their own logins. Um, Squarespace is really your one-stop shop for all things website, all things e-commerce, especially if you don't have like a background in that sort of thing. Um, they are the place to sell anything. They have the tools you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. Whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. So check out squarespace.com toast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com toast and offer code toast. Thank you, turd. You're welcome. I'm glad you like that commercial. I did, and I was um, hoping we had a Squarespace ad today so I could talk about it in a really native way. That's so perfect. Oh, we should have, like, lined up all of our ads. State Farm. Totally. For the Farmer's State, Dog. For the State Farm Stadium. State Farmer's Dog. Synergy. <laughs> Synergy. Um, okay, our next story. Fourth story. The game. The game. The Kelsey Bowl. It was Kelsey versus Kelsey. And I really, in terms of the Kelsey versus Kelsey, I was rooting for the Eagles. Like I, and I've actually, after last night, like I kind of like off on Travis Kelsey. Like I think he's kind of annoying. Okay, no, like, I, I really liked his post-game interview. I thought he was okay. fucking hysterical. I actually didn't. Like it was Patrick Mahomes' post-game interview and like Travis was right next to him and like literally he didn't let, did not let Tra Patrick Mahomes speak. Like he was just like, being crazy and I know he was like hyped and excited and like kind of being like an attention whore and I'm like okay like no, but let he Patrick was also talk. like giving all the praise back to Patrick but like what <laughs> yeah he like first of all he, he gave him the mic and he just screamed into it 
Yeah. And then he was like, none of you said that the Chiefs were going to win. Not one of you. Next time you talk about the Chiefs, put some respect on our name. And I'm like, honestly, that's so fucking true. Like, even we never thought that they were going to win. Mm-hmm. And like, next time we talk about the Chiefs, like, we should put some respect on their name. Yeah. But like, Jason to me is like the PJ. I'm like, when you see Jason outfits, is the all American man, like the family right. man. Jason has said, like, he does not do that, like, pre-game fashion show. Everyone shows up in Louis Vuitton. I mean, if you saw (laughs) Travis Kelsey's outfit, he wore this enormous Louis Vuitton trench coat with a matching Louis Vuitton duffel bag. It's really like a fashion show. Uh, Jason Kelsey showed up in literally a T-shirt from his high school and black basketball shorts and, like, a black duffel bag. He's so just, like, low-key, down-to-earth. Like, I really, in terms of the brethren, like, I was rooting for Jason. I think he's so precious. Like, he's not fancy and of course like the second Travis got on the field he scored a touchdown and they cut to Jason eating a protein bar and the the announcer was like one brother is scoring and the other brother is having a snack and it's like that we are all Jason Kelsey we are all Jason Kelsey but you know what like you're either a Jason or a Travis or, or yeah. and you're either a Jason girly or a Travis girly and I know so many like ladies out there and men too probably yeah. like, are in love with Travis Kelsey like he's so cute he's got that charisma um and I definitely started out like the scales just because I knew Travis more he's more front-facing he did the show and then the more I got to know Jason the scales were tipped no and it's like okay if you had to spend a romantic evening with Jason or Travis who would you spend it with Jason. I think I would spend it with Jason I would spend it with Jason I don't think I have the the patience for Travis and his energy by the way, were you the one who told me that you read somewhere online that Travis was rumored to be dating? Zuri um, Hall. Yeah, from E. Yeah, I did read I that. I love that. I read that, like, not on, you know, some, like, random websites, but, like, they got that from somewhere. I know. Every rumor, like, has a, an origin. So I ship, and I hope it's true. Me too. Uh, But... Oh, so so when it came to the brethren, I was rooting for the Eagles. But when it came to, like, the teams, I was rooting for the Chiefs, you know. And I think an Eagles fan would tell you this. Like, you know, other teams, like, they don't like the Eagles. And I'm just, like, ugh, I just find their fan base, like, toxic. I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, everyone's coming No, it's coming like, for me. I like, wanted the Eagles as a team to win, but I didn't want their fans to win. To feel joy. <laughs> but I also didn't yeah. want them to feel pain. They're just so extreme. No. They're so extreme. Honestly, I just feel like it's best for everyone if they don't make the Super Bowl because it's like when they win, it's bad. When they lose, it's bad. It's like it's a lose-lose. Yeah, I agree. But I also do like what I've learned about the Eagles, which is like they're the villains of the NFL. Everybody hates them and they don't care. And I do love that mentality. Me too. Um, But, you know, when the villains lose, it's like ha, 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 you know? So it was ha, ha, ha. And especially after an amazing game. Especially after an amazing game. Like, at different points, you didn't know who was going to win. Everyone kept scoring. There was really good football played. I mean, I know sometimes there's a Super Bowl and people watching will be like, this is not a good Super Bowl. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a football game. Uh, but no, I could, but like sometimes it's, I felt it's last so night how it was like who's going to win the whole time. Yeah, last night was good football, I believe. Yeah, I mean, there was two minutes left and it was 35-35. Like, that's a game. Yeah, we have a game. It keeps you... The whole time, when it's like a blowout in the second half, there's like literally a 15-point deficit. Like, that's boring. Yeah, there were very few errors, except the Eagles had one error that kind of cost them the game. Yeah, so a lot of people are like quaking over this one call that the refs made that gave him a five-point penalty and really into like the goal zone uh, for the Chiefs. One of the players was, you know, penalized for holding. It was like a very loose call. I mean, it could have been let go. It wasn't like the biggest holding in the world. It was like very innocuous. But I don't really believe it's fair to say like they would have won if it weren't for this one call. Like there's 45 minutes of playing. Like you had 45 minutes to, to win. 
Yeah, I didn't see the call. That was when I was in the bath. Um, so I didn't realize mm. that the error was made on what could have been a call that could go either way. But it's like, did he hold? Maybe it's like not the worst hold, but a hold is a hold. He yeah, held. no, you still did that Holding shit. was helding. Yeah, something, something was held. Yeah, so like, okay, maybe like he didn't have to make the call like if he didn't want to, but like right. he held. Yeah, and you know, it was a triumphant night for Patrick Mahomes. He's had this like ankle injury the whole season and it really, he got tackled really bad in the second quarter. Um, he came back in the second half, like ready to fucking go. He was like limping a little bit, but he didn't care. Like he will take care of his body tomorrow. He gave his all, including his ankle to the game and it paid off. It was really good football by everyone. Like Jalen Hurts played amazing. I mean, there yeah. were a couple throws that were like so far fucking down the field. Yeah, there was some insanity. There were a lot of really great plays, which I think is what you look for in a Super Bowl. Great catches, you know, I mean, the turnover, the, the turnover, the Eagles turned over the ball and the Chiefs player picked it up and scored a touchdown. I mean, that's bad. Yeah. That was bad. That's exciting. It was very exciting. And, you know, I really feel like it wasn't one person's game. I know they really have to give the MVP to the quarterback, and he should because he led the team. Yeah. He's like a captain, whatever. But sometimes but like, I didn't someone makes like a play that changes the game. It was that defensive guy who scored a touchdown that was amazing. And... I really didn't feel like it was like just Travis Kelsey's night. Like, I think he scored once. Like, I think everyone from the offense to the defense, like everybody pulled their weight and it was really, and that's when a team is at their best. There's not just one star doing everything. Everybody did their best. I think we all did our best. Exactly. And I feel that way for the Eagles too. But you yeah. know, there has to be a winner mm -hmm. and there had to be a loser. And the Chiefs won, which I'm happy for the Chiefs. And it was it was an upset a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was. And, you know, the footage we got on the field of the Kelsey family reuniting was tough. We saw Jason just kind of collapse into his mother's arms, which was so sad. We saw Travis and Jason give a big hug. And Jason was like, don't worry about me. Just go celebrate. Like, we'll talk later. Um, we saw his dad come over to Travis and be like, you have two rings. Jason has one. A little, you know, sibling rivalry. Oh, that's. I was wondering where the dad was because all this focus has been on Mama Kelsey. As it should. But his As dad was should. there. As it should, but to the, the point that I meant last night when I was falling asleep to Google right. if, the, if the dad is in the right. picture. Is Donna because, widowed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, something. I was like, I was going to search just like Kelsey father because I hadn't heard a peep out of him. He was there. Meanwhile, we know like what Donna's wearing, what she had for breakfast. What she made for the boys. <laughs> With her sneakers, her coat, her purse. What's in her purse? <laughs> oh, Jackson was on the field making TikToks. We love to see I it. I saw it. King. I saw he made the one about um if you beat a cash, be the oh, rubber band, you can yeah, be a match. Yeah, I'ma be a fuse, boom. Yeah, I saw he was doing that. He was having fun. Obsessed. Like he's in the background footage of all of um the interviews, just like, you know, dabbing it up, doing the little Uzi, you know. I love it. Yeah. I also think Phoenix was a great host for the Super Bowl. I thought it was cool that that waste management golf tournament was okay. before. So like everyone in town got to go to that and then go to that. But there was a lot of controversy about the field. Did you see? What do you mean? Oh my God. People were slipping the whole night. Yeah. So, and apparently the person who's like laid the grass, you know, the grass is grown in a special whatever. It takes years. It costs $800,000, the grass. And the, the groundskeeper who's been laying is the grass. Is that Super Bowl grass or just State Farm Stadium I grass? believe Super Bowl. Okay. So the guy who's been laying the grass, who's been in charge of it, he's 94. He calls himself the sod father. Um, this was his last game. I'm obsessed. Okay. And I don't, I really don't think the grass like was his fault. Wait, where is Theo? Oh, right next to me. Okay. Um, I don't think it was his fault. So the NFL painted on top of the grass, that big, ugly logo with all those colors they, and so that was really the slipperiest part, the center. And a lot of times where the uh, kickers had to kick, 
And it was just spoken about in the press conference a lot. A lot of the players, especially from the Eagles who were bitter, they were like, it's literally unacceptable. Like, this is the National Football League. It's the Super Bowl. Like, figure it out. People were slipping and sliding all over. It was like a slip and slide. Damn, I didn't see that. And that's really frustrating. But all I'll say is that at least, like, both teams had it equally. You know, everyone was playing in the same conditions. Yeah. So. But you'll see, like, guys made catches and, like, started to run. They had more time. But they slipped. There was a lot of slipping and sliding. And the Eagles player in the first half all changed their cleats. Wow. Yeah, they were, like, trying to adjust. Oh, maybe Phoenix wasn't the best host. No. Although the weather was probably gorgeous. Yeah, I like a a weather where it's, like, not one team has the weather advantage because they're used to playing in the snow or they're used to playing. Like, so I felt like it was really neutral territory. Mm -hmm. And everyone who I follow on Instagram who was there, like, seemed like they had a great Having a great time. Yeah. It was awesome. It was honestly, it was a great Super Bowl from the performances to the game to the commercial. Like, it was really enjoyable. It was a great Super Bowl. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about our fifth and final story then, which yeah. is uh, some celeb news and really the only celeb news from the weekend because mm-hmm. Megan Fox and Machine are making waves after she deleted her Instagram hours after hinting at a split. Megan Fox is removing her online presence, at least for the moment. The actress deleted her Instagram account on Sunday afternoon, hours after she shared a post on the social media platform that hinted at a possible breakup between herself and Machine Gun. In the post, she uploaded a series of photos of herself and a video of an envelope being burned in a fire pit. She captioned it with lyrics from Beyonce's 2016 album Lemonade, writing, you can taste the dishonesty, it's all over your breath. Uh... And then she like unfollowed everyone. Except for like three hot guys. guys like she deleted Harry all of her pictures with Megan. But then she deleted her Instagram too. Right. So here's what I'll say. I don't know if they're broken up. I don't really care. Like I feel like when they, these two got together, we were like obsessed, like total ship. And it really was like this kind of perfect relationship. They're so compatible. And I think it was also really good for both of their careers. Like Megan, Megan Kelly. Megan Fox was like, you know, kind of brought into like this new younger generation Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly was kind of validated as like a major Hollywood superstar. I thought it was really beneficial. And then I stopped caring because they got like freaky and weird. And yeah. they just like showed up places like licking each other in the blood. Like, I don't know. I'm not into that like satanic shit. So I just, I stopped caring. So honestly, I, I, nothing will change if these two are together or if this is just some drama, which I feel like they're always like starting stuff. Like, I don't know. Especially over the last few weeks and months, there's been a lot of rumors that they've been splitting. You know, she posted like looking for a girlfriend and people were like, right. oh my God, she's single. And then they're together and they are going to like major award shows together. Like they're very together. They were just at the Grammys together. Like they're, so I kind of feel like this is like more nonsense from them. Not like PR or anything, but I just think like they're very intense people. Like in yeah. the way that they love each other and then they do the thing from like Bewitched and do each other's hands. Like yeah. they get into a fight and they delete each other's pictures from Instagram. Doesn't mean they're broken up and she's going to make him jealous by following like a bunch of guys. Right. But like they're just intense people I can't relate. So I, I don't no, understand. Same. I shall wait for a statement or confirmation. I'm not going to pretend to understand the inner workings of this couple. Right. You said that Dumois posted that they're still very much together. Yeah. Not that that is any sort of confirmation, but like I like I literally like I don't care. Yeah. Though you're the one who insisted we talk about it today. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 By the way, we yeah, had yeah. to talk about it. I it actually was like, wasn't going to because I knew that you weren't going to care. No, I, but like we had to talk about it. Every, literally. And I was surprised how everyone's like, what do you like? Who you care? 
<laughs> I like I find that shocking. I feel like when they first started dating, like you were gonna find me caring. I really cared, especially the Brian Austin Green, Shanna Mochler, like the whole thing. Like I was obsessed. Now that it's fizzled and they're like are engaged and like I like I don't care. Yeah. And if they're both back on the market, great. Like I'll, I'll have some fun with them on our list. Yeah, but it's gonna they're gonna be hard to place after all this. Yeah, no, they really are like kindred freaky spirits. Yeah, they're they're ta- they're bonded for life. I mean, they did With a blood. The blood pact. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, would you want to date someone who's has a blood pack with someone else? How do you end one? That's such a good question. Would I want to date someone who has a blood pact with someone else? No, and it's not because I would be like sad that they have this like you know, you union with someone else. I'd be like, you shared blood. You're disgusting. Like I would just think that they're gross. Yeah. And I would just be like, you know, that's a level of intensity. You're never going to get with me. Yeah. And I don't want to disappoint you. So yeah. I'm for go. you, this relationship is all downhill. Cause I'm not doing any of that shit. Like, but maybe gonna... they came to you because they were tired of that life. I don't want to be someone's like Somebody's refuge like... from like a freaky life. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Yeah, so you know what? Me and me and me gun, it's not a match. Damn, I'll let him know. Yeah. And her. So that was a Super Bowl recap. That was so fun. I love the Super Bowl. I can't wait for next year. Go Niners. Go. What who do you want to see next year? Even though I have no idea who's in the other league. Yeah. Like no. all of my teams are in this league this league so I don't know and you know it's everything changes people get traded this is like the time of year where you know a team can go from being like a major threat to a nobody or a nobody yeah. can go from being a nobody to a major threat so we got to see who gets traded I hope every, everything stays copacetic at the Niners I think they got something really good you know Christian and Brock I don't know what they're going to do about the quarterback but they've got Kyle they've got Kristen like I think as long as they stick together I think they have real potential I mean they made it to the game before the Super Bowl I think they were a little messy you know especially the Super Bowl thing the quarterback thing was like a little you know chaotic I think they need to sort some things out and I think it'll be good yeah I think so too go Niners go Niners go everyone go team go yeah and you know what what I was thinking last night like no matter where you're from like I just the whole time I was thinking like to reach the pinnacle of your career already having made the NFL, which is a huge accomplishment, how proud your families must be, how much of an inspiration you are to those in your community. I know there was, you know, a bunch of winners and losers last night, but really to make to the Super Bowl is such an accomplishment and everybody should really feel so proud of themselves. And I just know that like their family was in the stands and watching at home feeling so proud of all the players have accomplished. And that's really the takeaway. It honestly is win or lose. It is. Yasher Koach. Also, both teams had won semi recently. So it wasn't like there was one team that hasn't won since the 90s the Cowboys and we're all pulling for them so it wasn't like sad for anyone really so true so I didn't feel sad thankfully thankfully plus I have my nachos did you see them I did your food looked so good after like me and Ben just like ordered in and like got snacks from GoPuff and like you had this like catered affair catered by moi uh my nachos were so good I definitely recommend that recipe she pan nachos from the magnolia table cookbook it can't be found online but someone did take a picture of the cookbook and put it on pinterest um Gorgeous. so if you really like don't want to get the cookbook it is kind of big uh <laughs> it was so tasty I need to make nachos more often but now football season's over yikes mm. there's only two more months there's like not a long break in football no it comes back in the fall yeah, it comes back in the fall and everybody's like desperate for it. Wait, there was literally a commercial that was like, the maybe it was the preseason? I don't know. It literally said, don't worry, we'll be back in two months. Like, you'll be fine. I saw a commercial for it. Anyone else know what I'm talking about? 
No, football is They in the went ball. down the length of a football field and the football field had text on it and it literally said two months. Well, that would be new. Like football's in the fall. Okay, maybe, uh, but you're right. Like they don't play in the right. summer. No. No, you're 100% right. But baseball's year round. Literally. Literally. So that is our super toast recap. That is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Everyone, please wish me luck on my big New York Fashion Week Oh my God, good you. luck, Turdy. You're going to be amazing. Evening, I wish you were there. It's honestly not going to be the same without you. I'll make the satchel or send me bids. And I think there's a live stream. I. I think. I'm not sure. So just check my Instagram. There definitely if you care. is. Yeah, I feel like there is. Um, Get the link. Post it to I, your gram. I will. I will. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Tuesday. For Tuesday, Valentine's Day. <gasps> Jackie, will you Aww. be mine? I'm already yours, Turdy. Heart well, and soul. Har- I'm already Harry's, so I can't be yours. Sorry. Wench. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Love ya. Bye.